My name is Brian Kinsey, and I'm the pastor of First Pentecostal Church in Pensacola. I'm delighted that you're listening to this message, and I hope it blesses your life. If you'd like to submit a prayer request, or if you're interested in a personal Bible study, you can call us at 850-477-1100, or send us an email at firstpent at firstpent.org. Then we're going to, in just a few moments, we're going to hear Brother Rick Stoops preach to us about miracles and then pray. And then at the end, Brother Josh Herring's going to come when Brother Stoops is done. And he's going to pray for miracles in your life and for miracles in our church, that there would be powerful healings and deliverances and that there would just be a glorious blessing that would come upon the people of God. And we're just going to pray with authority. So I want you to stay connected and you're going to pray with your family. And I want us to do this with faith, believing that God is going to hear us because God will hear us anywhere we pray. If our heart is right and we're connected to him, he has promised to hear us. It doesn't make any difference where we are. It just whether or not we actually speak with authority and then God is going to do it. Stay strong in your faith. Be encouraged. The Lord's with us. He's going to see us through to the end. Amen. And the Lord is going to work mightily. Now, Brother Rick Stoops, our district superintendent from the state of Maine, is going to speak. I'm happy to share it with you. Bless you in the name of Jesus. I go to Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19, and it reads, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I want to preach to you just for a moment on this subject, your need, the gateway to your miracle. If we got to choose, none of us would ever choose to have a need. Nobody in their right mind desires to be in a crisis. We all desire good times and sunny days. Nobody wants to be in a difficult situation. However, there are times in life where we encounter need, the lack of something absolutely necessary and essential, a condition that requires relief. A need may be a situation that we feel helpless to do anything about. I'm preaching to people right now that are dealing with illness, it can be chronic pain. It may be the death of a loved one. It can be financial stress. It can be the cares of life lying heavy upon your heart and mind. When we encounter need, we come face to face with the realization that some situations are beyond human abilities. If you think you can handle all that life dishes out all by yourself. You are probably one of the small children here who has not had to face life's difficulties. You see, need is not funny. Need is painful. Need is exhausting. But be of good cheer. My God shall supply all your need 
according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. We do not like need, and we would rather have no need at all. But my God shall supply your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You see, before God parts the Red Sea, there must be a Red Sea to part. But at the Red Sea, remember, God turned his people's greatest barrier into their greatest blessing. The parting of the Red Sea shows us that the things Satan throws into the path of God's children to defeat us, God is turning into stepping stones to victory. Before God heals a cancer, there must be a cancer to heal. Before God heals a heart condition, there must be a heart condition. Before God raises somebody from a wheelchair, there must be somebody in a wheelchair. Jesus took the apostles and went aside privately into a desert place belonging to the city called Bethsaida. And in Luke chapter nine and verse 11, and the people, when they knew it, followed him, and he received them and spake unto them of the kingdom of God and healed them that had need of healing. I tell you today in the Holy Ghost that your need is the gateway to your miracle. Lazarus was a personal friend of Jesus, and Jesus said, Lazarus is dead and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there to the intent you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Wait a minute. Did I read that right? Jesus told his followers that he was glad for their sakes that he was not there to heal Lazarus before he died. That they might believe. There are some important lessons in life that are only taught in the school of need. Sickness teaches us that Jesus is the healer. Death teaches us Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Death teaches us what the true riches are. Death teaches us that we are pilgrims and strangers down here. This world is not our home. Financial need teaches us faith in Jesus as Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. Sadness and discontent teach us that the only true and lasting joy is Jesus. Everything else is temporary and subject to change. Stress teaches us to depend on Jesus and not ourselves. Our work is to cast care. God's work is to take care Praise God. Defeat teaches us to go to Jesus, to go get the victory. There is right now for you victory in Jesus. Great trials precede great triumph. The greater the mountain, the greater the summit. God has a great victory for you, and the greater size of your trial shows the great victory that is about to take place in your life. 
personal shortcomings teach us that without Jesus, we can do nothing. Those shortcomings teach us to rely completely upon him and not upon ourselves. Our shortcomings drive us to prayer and communion with Jesus Christ. Isn't it comforting to know that Elias was a man of like passions as we, and yet he prayed, and the heavens held back the rain, and he prayed again, and the heavens sent the rain from a prayer of a man who had common weaknesses just like you and I. Your need marks the beginning of the miraculous. I'm preaching to somebody right now who came to this broadcast poor and financially destitute. I'm preaching to somebody who is absolutely heartbroken right now. I am preaching to somebody who may be in the bondage of a habit, in bondage to a situation, and it feels like you're in prison. I'm preaching to somebody who feels like you've been blindsided by something you did not see coming. You came to this broadcast bruised and battered, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, but I have a word from the Lord for you. In Luke 4, 18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. I feel in the spirit that Jesus is proclaiming to those who came to this message with a hungry and impoverished spirit, whether it be financially or spiritually. I feel like God is telling me to declare to you right now while you're watching this message, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to the individual who came with a broken heart. I hear Jesus say, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. The person who came in bondage and you need deliverance from your habit, Jesus said, he has anointed me to preach deliverance to the captives. The person who's feeling like you've been blindsided by a situation, Christ comes with recovery of sight and vision. Oh, my dear brother and sister, you must not allow the enemy to cloud your vision. Where there is no vision, the people perish. God knew long ago the situation that you're going through right now, and he knows exactly how he's bringing you through it. The person who came feeling bruised and battered mentally and emotionally, Jesus is here right now during this word that God has given to you to set you at liberty, to set at liberty them that are bruised. You see, I want you to understand something. Your need is God's opportunity. Arise and be healed in the name of Jesus. I say in the spirit right now, arise and be healed in the name of Jesus. The young lady came to the front of the church and she said, Brother Stoops, I have one leg that is shorter than the other. I had her sit down on the edge of the platform 
And I asked her if she believed, and she said, yes, I believe. I said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be healed. And I watched in awe along with her and the rest of the church as that leg began to grow, and it grew out to the same length as the other. I'm here to tell you, my friend, God knows your need, and your need is God's opportunity. And I speak to you in the name of Jesus, and I say, arise and be healed. I was preaching in another place, and after finishing the message, the preachers and I were walking over to the place where we would fellowship. It was a camp meeting. It was a camp meeting in the New Hampshire, Vermont district. And when I rounded the back corner of the auditorium to go with the preachers, I saw a lady sitting in a wheelchair I bent over and I whispered in her ear, you can get up now. She began to weep and speak in tongues and she immediately stood up. Her pastor was standing behind me. He began to weep and he said, oh, Brother Stoops, you don't understand. You don't understand. He said, before you came to the priestess camp meeting, he said, I, in a dream, saw you bend over and say something to this lady in my dream, I saw her stand up. It had been years since that woman had stood. It was a miracle of God. And I speak to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Arise and be healed in Jesus' name. I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions about tomorrow. There's been times I didn't know right from wrong, but in every situation, God gave me the blessed consolation that my trials came to only make me strong. Oh, my friend, I know that God has his hand upon your life. I know that God is blessing. I know that God is delivering you right now. And I lift my hands and I say by the authority that Jesus Christ has given to me, be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Be filled with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. And I know that God is doing it today. May the Lord bless you is my prayer. May God keep his hand upon you and go forth knowing this, that your need is your gateway to a miracle. And I'm going to pray for you. I ask that you join me in prayer right now. Dear Father, we give you praise and glory and honor. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, today we take dominion as you told us to over this COVID-19. We take dominion over the coronavirus. We take dominion over the spirit of fear. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we now obey the word of God that says whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. We bind the spirit of infirmity. We bind it in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, we send the presence of the Lord into the homes, into the places wherever your people are 
gathered. We send your presence right now. Let the angels of the Lord go into each home and let our land be cleansed from the spirit of infirmity and from the spirit of fear. We loose the spirit of the healing power of the Lord and we loose the spirit of joy and we loose the spirit of confidence in the Lord. We do believe that our God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. And now in the mighty name of Jesus, be healed right now by the authority of the name of Jesus. I command that sickness to leave your body by the power and the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is with you today. He loves you today. He's going to help you to get through this. And I declare that this situation will be short-lived. I declare that the Lord is bringing peace and prosperity. I declare in the name of Jesus that the spirit of poverty is vanquished and the spirit of infirmity is vanquished. I declare that God said to us, you shall tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And so today, Father, we thank you for these blessings. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your healing power. We thank you for our president. We thank you for our leaders. We thank you, Lord God, for those in authority. And we give you praise, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, it's done. Amen. Wherever you're at in your house, I want you to stand right now. If you're in your vehicle, if you can pull over, I'd like you to pull over. The presence of the Lord is in this place tonight, and there's definitely miracles of healing that are going to take place in homes right now in Jesus' name. I felt a witness of the Holy Ghost as he was beginning to tell those stories and faith building in people's families and lives. I remember in a situation in in Florida a few years ago where a family, uh, a lady had cancer, stage four cancer, and she could not come to the service. And we had seen several people healed, and she was at the hospital. We went to the hospital the next morning to see her, and she had been sent home to die. The doctors had said, there's nothing we can do for you. Just get comfortable. And we got in the car, the pastor and I, and we called her. And as we called her, we were preparing to pray. I was just preparing to pray with the pastor when these words came out. And you know when God speaks and it's not you. These words that came out were this. Ma'am, in one hour, an angel of the Lord is going to come by your house. And he's going to come behind your recliner and touch the back of your neck. And you'll feel a cool breeze go down your neck and back. And the cancer is going to leave your body. An hour and a half later, she called the pastor and said, I'm on my way to the hospital. And something just came by my house and touched my neck. And I felt that cool breeze go down my back. And when she got to the hospital, there was not one sign of cancer in her body. God had miraculously healed her. I am asking God to send that same angel to 
tonight to houses all across Pensacola where people are sick in their bodies. If you've got faith, I want you to believe like you're in the altar call right now in this building. I want you to get your hands in the air. I want you to get your head up in the air. And I want you to believe God that something's about to happen. When I pray this prayer of faith along with Bishop Stoops who just preached a mighty word, I want you to shout the name of Jesus. And when you start to shout the name of Jesus, the atmosphere in your house is going to change. Angels will sweep in and miracles are going to happen across our body of believers tonight. And by the authority of the word of God and by the power that's in the name of Jesus, we release the working of miracles and the gifts of healing in every household, in every vehicle right now. Would you shout the name that's above every name? Would you shout the name of Jesus? We command healing. Let tumors disappear. We command back pain to die right now in the name of the Lord. We curse diabetes in Jesus' name. We command heart failures and heart problems to reverse right now. We speak to kidneys. We speak to livers. We speak to stomachs. We speak to brain problems. We command healing in the name of Shataya, in the name of Jesus. Let there be healing in your joints. We curse arthritis by the power of the word of God and the name of the Lord. Let there be miracles in your body that we cannot describe from the microphone. Let there be miracles that you cannot explain in the name of the Lord. I worship you in advance for healing right now. I thank you for unexplainable miracles, undeniable breakthroughs, healing and deliverance of people that had no idea you were on the way to answer them with lost loved ones about to come back to the sanctuary. I give you glory. I give you praise and honor for financial breakthroughs that are going to take place this week in this church. I give you the praise and the glory and the honor. I worship you. If you're at home, I dare you to have church with me right now. I dare you to worship God like you're in the altar call. I dare you to lift up his name. Something's going to come into your house and God is going to change the atmosphere and God is going to do a miracle in your family. I speak rest into your body. I curse sleeplessness in the name of Jesus. Let your children find rest and deliverance and peace and hope in Jesus name. If you love him, would you pursue him? Would you go after him? Would you reach for him? He's been so good. I worship you. Lord, take over what we cannot deal with. Take over where we cannot fight. The church has power in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray you'd heal great men of God in the hospital. Heal Brother Hernandez right now in the name of Jesus. Send an angel into that room right now, God, and raise him off of that ventilator in the name of Jesus. For the people of God suffering from this virus, I pray tonight that fevers would break. I pray tonight that 
that the chills would go away, that the coughing would stop, and that you would heal them as only you can heal them. And we give you the glory, and we give you the honor, and we give you the praise. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I want you to just continue to pray for just a moment and just entertain the presence of the Lord that you feel in your home, that you feel in your spirit. I want you to entertain the glory of God right now. Let what has been spoken by Brother Stoops and by Brother Heron, let it sink into your spirit. Receive it right now by faith, that healing, that miracle. And if God touches you and a miracle takes place in your life, I want you to call the office this week and let us know. I want you to let us know what God is doing. We baptized one this morning before our service, and I'm so thankful for that. God is stirring hearts. And another is going to be baptized as soon as we get back into church. They want to be baptized. So I'm thankful for these, these breakthroughs and these testimonies of victory. So remember our continuing online revival Wednesday night at 7 p.m. I'm going to be doing that home Bible study with the charts. Thursday night is going to be Brother Greg Kuhn. Friday night, Brother Greg Godwin, and then back here on Sunday at 11 a.m. and then 6 p.m. Remember those announcements. Thank you so much for joining us, and I bless you. And please speak to this promise. If God gave you a promise through the Word, I want you throughout the week to speak to it. Don't speak your feelings. Speak your faith in what God has spoken. Don't speak your fear. Speak your faith. And do that this week, and I believe it's going to make a difference in your emotional person and in the strength and the ability to see these promises fulfilled. God bless you, and thank you for joining us this evening. We hope you enjoyed this message. Please reach out to us if you have any questions. We can be found at firstpent.org. That's F-I-R-S-T-P-E-N-T dot org. If you're ever in Pensacola, Florida, we hope you visit us. Be blessed in Jesus' name.